0: I was so subconsciously afraid of being in a serious relationship that I would maybe self-sabotage and go after guys who subconsciously I knew couldn't give that to me. But because I subconsciously knew that it felt safe because I knew what the outcome would be and it would be that they can't give me what I want. But obviously when I'm in the moment, (laughs) I'm not thinking that that's not registering for me. Hi guys, welcome back to a new episode of Synced Up. I'm so happy to have you here. And today I'm going to be talking about something that I almost never really talk about, which is relationships and dating. And it's something that I honestly want to start talking about more, not just romantic relationships, but friendships and family relationships and just kind of give you guys more More personal experience, more of a look into my life and how I'm able to kind of give you guys advice based off of what I've experienced. So because I really think that relationships are spiritual assignments. Relationships are the biggest reflection and assignment where, you know, there's someone in front of us and they're just reflecting back to us all of our stuff, all of our triggers, all of our traumas, everything. So they are super spiritual and can be definitely used as a tool for self growth and also just feeling really good and everything. So, and one of you guys actually DM'd me to discuss a specific topic, which is how to have fun while dating and go through that. I just want to have fun phase but then also really wanting a serious relationship and how to balance the two. And I've gone through this myself. I've had friends who have gone through this, who are going through it now, where we talk about it all the time. And yeah, I just would like to discuss that. And before I do, if you could take literally two seconds to rate the podcast five stars, it would help me help you. And without further ado, let's get into it. So, I'm just kind of I'm just going to wing this. I didn't have any notes set up. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But today I'm just going to wing it. So, when I went through my let me just have fun phase, and I remember this very clearly, the the last one I kind of went through or a prominent era of that was New Year's Eve, this this past New Year's Eve. And I think I had just felt so burnt out from just all of these failed situationships, failed talking stages, and obviously you're dating with the hopes of finding your person, maybe not the person that you're going to marry, but just maybe even a temporary person. And I definitely wanted that, but my actions weren't necessarily aligning with that. Like I would date a bunch of different guys because I also think I subconsciously had this fear of okay well what if things don't work out with this guy i don't want to put all my eggs in one basket which actually my therapist told me is a good strategy if you have anxious attachment so for my anxious attached girlies it's not a bad thing to date around and it also it's all about your mindset like if you are going into these dates just open and curious and not with the pressure of like This is going to be my person and like projecting all of your fantasies and desires onto this person it can actually be an amazing tool for self-growth and self-discovery so i went through so new year's eve i i was just feeling really burnt out from dating and around that time as well is when i get super super clear on my goals and it's usually at the end of the month i revisit my goals but you know new year's eve obviously everyone's doing resolutions So I was really career focused. I was all about, you know, feeling my absolute best and showing up my absolute best, putting energy into the podcast, like just up leveling in career and just focusing on myself. My energy was really focused on myself and my focus. And I remember thinking for the first time, wow, I really don't have any desire to date right now like my, and I always kind of have something going on. There's always a kind of a guy in my life, just because I'm also a hopeless romantic. I love love. I love talking to someone. I love having a crush. It just makes life fun and exciting. But for the first time, I was like, I I don't care about that. I really just care about myself getting to the next level. And that's what I focused on. Of course, of course, when I'm, declaring, you know, I'm focusing on myself. I I genuinely felt good with or without a relationship. I meet a guy and I meet him in the most unconventional, magical way. I had written out my manifestation list because it was New Year's Eve. And then I posted. I wrote out two. I wrote out my personal one and then I put one out on social media, kind of as a joke, but not really. It was all true. And one of them was, it was number seven, sit next to a hot guy on a plane. This was New Year's Eve. Five days later, I'm flying back from Palm Beach. I was staying with my family, flying back to New York. And I sit next to a hot guy on a plane. And we start talking. And then we started kind of dating. Like we were hanging out a majority of the week, almost every day, talking every day. And it just, it was crazy because, and I remember saying to him at first, like, I, I, right now I'm 24. Like, I just want to have fun. Like, I'm not looking for a serious relationship right now. I'm really focused on myself. I'm focused on my goals. I'm focused on my careers. But then, of course, it's tough when you are then hanging out with someone, you're intimate with them. Naturally, literally, our our brain chemicals. You start building oxytocin. And then you start feeling attached to them. So that kind of detoured. And then I was like, okay, well now I want to be in a relationship with you. That didn't work out. And it just, yeah, didn't work out. But the relationship itself revealed so much to me and honestly was one of the most, I mean, it was very short lived. It was only a few months, but it was one of the most expansive experiences I've ever had because it was the first time, not the first time, but a time where I felt really, really comfortable with a guy. And he showed me just like how I wanted to feel, how I wanted to be treated. He he revealed he expanded me in ways that I didn't know was even possible. And he made me feel very comfortable to be vulnerable about my feelings, because that's something that I definitely am working on is how to show up vulnerably and express myself emotionally in relationships. Because for a while, I would just be the cool girl. Like I would not tell guys how I felt. I wouldn't tell them what I wanted because I was so afraid of pushing them away. And he was just the first guy that I really felt comfortable being emotional and being vulnerable with. Not to mention, maybe a little bit too comfortable because there was one time where we were hooking up and I legitimately started crying in the middle of hooking up. I don't even remember what happened. I think I was getting my period and I was like, Sabrina, (laughs) we're never doing that again. But he, he was so caring that it didn't, it didn't matter, but still like, girl, don't do that anyway. (laughs) So then after, so he dumped me out of nowhere. But it was honestly a blessing in disguise because he also showed me an, an absolutely no shade to him. I have so much love for him and I just have a lot of love for him. So there's no shade. But he did show me to some non-negotiables that I have in a relationship. And he showed me things that I do like in guys and also things that in my next partner is not going to fly. and that. I don't want. So it was all a learning experience and I can get into that too. But after that, I was like, okay, I don't think I can be in something serious. So I did go through a fun phase and I got, (sighs) I don't even know if I can, I can't share this story yet. Maybe, maybe one day I'll share it when I'm signed to the Unwell podcast media company. But I got flown out by this celebrity that we all know. We all know. And I had that this like insane experience. But I remember thinking after this whirlwind experience, it it was so fun, but it didn't compare to how I felt with a guy that I was genuinely emotionally connected to. And I think that's good knowledge for yourself. And it's honestly, it's such a personal thing, but deep down, I know that now I want something serious, you know, during that time I was dabbling with, okay, I'm ready for something just fun. I'm ready for something light. But I feel like, I mean, it really depends on the person. So you have to just be honest with yourself. And I feel like for so long, I wasn't honest with myself. Like I wanted something serious, but I was so subconsciously afraid of being in a serious relationship that I would, Maybe self-sabotage and go after guys who subconsciously I knew couldn't give that to me. But because I subconsciously knew that it felt safe because I knew what the outcome would be and it would be that they can't give me what I want. So but obviously when I'm in the moment, (laughs) I'm not thinking that that's not registering for me. But I would go after these guys and that was my pattern of just emotionally unavailable guys So then I'd be talking to a few emotionally unavailable unavailable guys, and it would always just be the same cycle. So after he dumped me, I went on this crazy date, got flown out to Miami to meet with this A-list celebrity, get back, and then I start talking to these two guys. And that was fun too. They were part of my fun experience. And I feel like I'll go through waves where I'm so focused on career that the thought of Even getting into a relationship is, like, I don't have space for that. But it was kind of nice, too, because I knew that these guys were not going to turn into anything serious. But it was just something fun to keep that area of my life, like, active, you know? But I think with any experience of if you're going through I want to go through my fun girl era, if you can go into these hangouts or these dates with these guys – And just be curious, like see what it's bringing up for you and take up it, like take mental notes of the qualities that you like about them. Like one of the guys, he was amazing, like and my friends and I call him Ludlow boy because we had a little a little something go on at Ludlow house in New York, which I'm not going to share yet. But Ludlow boy, he it was just never going to work because he was moving to Germany. So I was like, okay, this is just not going to work. And also like I just knew I just knew he was not it, but he was so sweet. So there were things about him when I was with him that allowed me to use it as an expansion experience. Meaning, okay, he portrays certain characteristics or certain qualities of the guy, the type of guy that I want to be with. And I would get even more clear on the non-negotiables of the type of guy that I want my partner to be. So when I'm having these experiences, I'm taking mental note and being like, okay, this is what it feels like to be with a guy who really cares about you. And that was one thing about him. He, all, he expanded me again. And it was just kind of like I had, I never had to guess how he felt about me. I always felt so secure so I was like okay this is what it feels like to feel really secure with the guy that you're with and it's because he's doing x y and z so now I know that I really like when a guy calls me at the end of the day or when a guy is kind of always in constant communication with me that makes me feel really secure and he would tell me the reasons why he liked me and it, and it, he made me feel like he was really seeing me Like not just for the external, like he would really see me. And that became increasingly more important because in the past I was really, really insecure. Like in high school, college, I was even post-college, like very, very insecure. So my insecurities would manifest as me going after guys who only liked me for the way that I looked because I was seeking external validation. So I would go for guys that only liked the way that I looked. And of course, as time goes on and if you're able to look at your past relationships as growing experiences, then you can use that and and shift and change how you show up and change how you portray yourself and what just change the inner. It's honestly, it's all within you. Like I look the same. I mean, I'm sure I've evolved and I've changed the way that I do my makeup, but I've looked the same. And now I date guys who I'm sure they're attracted to me, but it's not the only thing. I was literally only going out with guys who only liked me for the way that I looked and would only want to hook up with me. But that's because I was projecting that that was my insecurity that, you know, I have to just rely on my looks. So of course, I'm going to attract that. So that's how you can kind of use the people that you attract as mirror reflections for what's going on internally. So that was Ludlow Boy. And then the other guy that I was talking around the same time, what was his nickname? I honestly, oh, Gatekeep Boy, because I wouldn't tell any of my friends about him. So I was gatekeeping this guy. So now we call him Gatekeep Boy. But with him, right off the bat, I remember the first time we hung out, I left crying because, uh, okay, I guess I'll just share this. I hooked up with him the first night that we ever hung out, which I honestly don't... I can't remember the last person I did that, even before him. It, and it usually takes me a little bit of time to become intimate with people just because it, I feel like a lot of girls are like that. But for some reason, I because I was in my fun era, I was just kind of like, fuck it, like, whatever. And then I remember leaving that whole interaction because we had some like drama or whatever. And I remember thinking about the guy who dumped me, the plane guy. I was like, he would never do this to me. And it honestly made everything worse. It made me miss the plane guy. It made me miss just not being in a fun era, made me miss kind of being in a relationship. But that's also good. So it didn't feel good in the moment, but you can use that as data to kind of steer you towards what you truly desire and when you know what you truly desire then you can start showing up in a way that reflects that and and aligning your actions to what you want so and they were so ludlow boy and gatekeep boy were at the same time i think gatekeep boy was Gate, gatekeep boy was first so then i went into the ludlow boy interaction just kind of like not really Just I don't know, just showing up more as myself and being like, okay, I know that this is what I want. I'm still gonna try and have fun and whatever. But yeah, and it also, I mean, Gatekeep Boy did a bunch of things that I didn't like. I felt like he was just really emotionally immature, and that became even more. But it gave me more clarity on what I do want. So any experience that you have, whether it makes you feel good or it doesn't make you feel so good and you're leaving in the Uber crying about your ex who literally dumped you it's it's if you can look back at it obviously be sad in the moment i wasn't thinking about like okay how can i learn from this like when i was sobbing in the uber i was like literally fuck my life i'm so sad but if you can then give yourself the space the space to be like okay what what is this showing me Every experience is then valuable and it's helping you and it's getting you one step closer to what you truly desire and helping you get clear on what it is you desire because sometimes I feel like we just don't even know what we want, and that's the most important part is to figure out what you want. So, and then with my one of my girlfriends, she also was just feeling really burnt out from dating. So she was like, you know what? I just want to have fun. Like, I just want to hook up with guys. And like, I haven't ever given myself that grace. It's always like, I feel like I put so much pressure on dating and blah, blah, blah. And she tried, like she tried doing it. And she was like, this is just not for me. Like, this is not what I want. And I think, honestly, if you are questioning whether to have this fun era of dating and being single or just continuing your search for a serious relationship. I would say definitely give it a go. Like this is also like if you're in your 20s or even in your 30s or whatever, like this is your time to experiment. This is your time to have fun and to learn about what you like and what you don't like. And it can be a fun experience. It's really all about your mindset. So if you know that you're going to go into this and be like, I'm not looking for anything serious. First of all, just like be be for real with yourself. Like, are you actually not looking for something serious or are you just saying that because you think that that's what they're going to want to hear or whatever? You know what I mean? And if if you're not sure, then before you go on a date and I used to always do this and I always had the best time, I always was able to feel really connected to the person I was with. I would just like truly take a step back and I would be like, I set the intention To just have fun and to just be curious and to leave this person a little better than when I met them. Because when your only intention with anything that you do is to have fun and uplift other people, basically, or just leave a good impression, have a positive experience, if that's your only intention, you can't go wrong. And it also takes the pressure off of you. It takes the pressure off of like, what is this going to turn into? Like, blah, blah, blah. And it takes the pressure off the other person for showing up as however you think that you want them to show up. And it gives them space to just authentically show up as themselves. And it gives you the space to authentically show up as yourself because you just want to have fun. You just want to be a positive light and and have that, have that other person feel it. So it gives you that space to just be connected. And yeah, so that's what I would do is just be like, okay, I'm just going to have fun. And I'm going to be so curious about this person, like learn about someone else. And also learn more about yourself. See what you like, see what see things that they do. Because I remember also when I, I went through like a two year dating period, after I finished dating this guy for 5 years on and off which was like a whole other story. But after that I was like, okay, I just need to date and like see what is out there. And because I really had no actual dating experience, every guy that I was going out with kind of showed me something new of like, oh, and also like like I said before, I was really insecure. I had very low self-worth. So I would I would take and accept the bare minimum, the absolute bare minimum, the worst treatment you could possibly think of. Like I was treated like shit and I, and I allowed it. So when I started dating these new guys and they were so sweet and they planned and they just showed up in a way that I'd truly never experienced before, even though they didn't end up being my person or the guy that I dated, it was such a valuable experience because now I realize like, okay, this is raising my standard. Like this is showing me what's out there and showing me how I deserve to be treated or how I don't deserve to be treated. And yeah, so again, taking everything as like a learning lesson is so, so, so valuable. And, and then now to kind of tie it all together of like, okay, do you wanna just have fun or do you want a serious relationship? So say you give yourself that space of having fun and you're like, okay, yeah, that was good but now I just know that I want something serious, then you need to communicate that and then act that way. And this was something that I also learned after going through a lot of these fun experiences. At a certain point, I was just like, okay, no, I want a serious relationship. And I remember telling that to my therapist and being honestly, I got like a little bit embarrassed. I was like, why do I want this? Like what? I don't know. It was a little bit and maybe I have to we I mean, we have going in, been going into that. But it just felt scary. It felt really scary to say that. It felt really scary to say that period. It feels scary to be vulnerable. It feels scary to put yourself in a position where you can definitely be hurt. And I feel like in the past, When I would say that I didn't want something serious, that was totally a protection mechanism because I didn't want to be hurt. So I would always be one foot in, one foot out, not giving my all. And now it's like, okay, well, this is a big risk, but I'm just going to have to put myself out there. And that's what my therapist said is like, you need to put yourself out there. So. I have been. I have been. And. This is, I'll tell this story in another episode, but basically I matched with this, actually I'll, I guess I'll just tell it now. I matched with this guy on Hinge also on New Year's Eve. So remember when I told that story about Plain Boy? Well, on my manifestation list, I wrote that I want to become a Nike sponsored athlete. And the next day, this guy who works, actually, I don't know if I'm going to say this. <laughs> Wait, anyway, I'm just going to not give full details because it's kind of relevant right now and I need boundaries. But I matched with this guy on Hinge on New Year's Eve. Seven months later, I was randomly thinking about him and he just popped up in my head. It was a genuinely... I didn't have his number saved, didn't remember his name, but his face just popped up in my head. So I was like, what? So I had to search Nike or ah, whatever. I just... I, I texted him and I, I had nothing to say. I was just like, hey, don't know why I just thought about you, but I did. And then we started talking, continued talking. And then we were like, wait, we're kind of vibing. Like, should we? And he doesn't live here. He lives in Portland. And I live in New York. But we were like, OK, I think we just have to meet and see what happens. And before we did, I asked him, I said, before we make any actual plans, what are you looking for? Because at this point, I don't need to go meet up with a guy in, you know, we went to Colorado. I don't need to meet up with a guy in Colorado just for fun. Like I'm trying to, I want a serious relationship. So I just asked him and in the past, I probably would have never asked that. I would have been too scared or I didn't want it to make it seem like I cared, but I did. And he's looking for He said genuine connection, which honestly, love that answer. He he just wants something that's real and makes him happy. And I was like, cool, I feel similarly. (laughs) So we end up going on this trip together. And it was really great. Like it was a really fun trip and we connected and it was just like kind of crazy. And I can go into more details on that if you guys want. And after the trip, I think we both like, Just took a few days to process what happened and then we talked about it and then kind of just made it was just such an open and honest conversation and one thing that i really appreciate about him i don't know what it's going to turn into but we're both on the same page and every time i bring up something emotional or like about the future or anything like relationship related he is he takes the conversation so seriously he's so calm and grounded and He's just emotionally available. (laughs) He's emotionally available. And I feel like I had to go through all of these other experiences of emotionally unavailable guys to get to the point where I can now be like, okay, I'm emotionally available. I'm scared, but like, I'm gonna talk about it. And I don't think I would have gotten here if it wasn't for all those fun experiences that kind of showed me really what I want and allowed me to practice expressing that without the fear of like, any of my fears. So yeah, and this has been great, a great experience, too, of just practicing saying what I want, like authentically saying what I want, even though I'm scared doing it, telling him how I feel. And yeah, so it's kind of like a learning lesson, too. And it's Good, and we will see what happens with that. And I guess I will keep you guys updated because I'm trying to share more, trying to be vulnerable. See, it's kind of tough. Like, yeah, I'm just trying to be a little bit more vulnerable. And I hope these stories are (laughs) like helping you feel connected because I want to feel connected to you guys and I want you guys to feel connected to me. So I think I shared a lot in this episode, very personal and I don't want to start oversharing too much. So I'm going to wrap it up, but I hope you guys love this episode. Let me know any feedback, anything that you want me to talk about or anything that you want me to like, yeah, anything that you want to hear, let me know. Um, I love you guys so much. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for supporting. And I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.